Yeah, I think I think that division is the line of least resistance um, for people who are operating below the diaphragm, <laughs> and um, unity is the line of least resistance or the natural for those who've gotten uh, into heart chakra and above in any significant way. And so it's very much the difference between the lower triad and the higher chakras, I think, in terms of perspective. Uh, so most everybody is, is deeply, <clears throat> deeply uh, tangled in the personal, which is ultimately divisive or separative, and that's what leads to this um, chronic self-importance and, and very shallow-minded, actually, because it's all about what I think and what I feel and what I want and what I don't like, and um, not about uh, what is for all, which is where great real power comes from, that perspective of what is the way, what is, what is true for all. Yeah, that, that's an actually a, a very deep point, I think, is that people... <clears throat> Um, people seem to be stuck in the personal because there's something they haven't yet finished in the personal. It's it's called a um, like a developmental deficit. Um, it's an interesting that that's a very good perspective because <clears throat> what what uh, what allows a person to be free of of lower triad, lower chakras capture, meaning capture of in the personal, where <clears throat> uh, a person's perspective or life expression is captured only in the personal, and everything revolves around my feelings and my ideas and my desires and my perspectives and and that's the basis of this self-importance or self-centeredness, which which is the norm for most, is because they didn't. There's not enough love in that system, and you can say yes, as you're saying that <clears throat> they didn't get enough love in childhood, which supported the individual, the the positive sense of self, self-affirmation, adequate to not be attached to the personal, and. Um, develop the personal in light of the universal uh, that that development or that that advance beyond the strictly self-centered self-important personal requires love or um, individuation as you're saying yes that individuation comes from just it's just like the investment of animals by third density beings forming a, a spirit complex they go from mind-body to mind-body-spirit complexes in third density, the humanization uh, uh, of the animal is the in emotional, the investment of love. It's basically an investment of love that leads to um, a, 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 it's a metaphysical investment of love that leads to the formation of spirit complex or harvestability or is associated with harvesting of animal to human which is very comparable uh, of to the psychological or psycho-spiritual individuation I think you're talking about, which is very much associated with being loved or feeling love or, or self-affirming um, and um, positive sense of self, sufficient to no longer be stuck in the personal. And most people haven't gotten that and haven't done that and are really cycling in 3D repeating because they're cycling in the ways of the lower triad. Yeah, you can say that um, healthy, positive, realistic uh, self-esteem or positive self-esteem, healthy sense of self uh, is what's needed for to complete the individuation phase. You see, the individuation phase is akin to clearance of the lower triad. Uh, that's called individuation. Uh, that allows the person to move to the higher, the highest portion of the Maslow hierarchy of needs pyramid, which actually is called self. I'm looking at a copy of it here online. It's 
It's actually called self-actualization. Um, the thing about that is uh, we can understand in line with that Vedic astrologer, uh, I think that's very accurate, that there are three phases of uh, soul evolution uh, in the octave associated with uh, dividing the seven chakras into three portions uh, that can be labeled uh, that is basically the work of individuation which is uh, primarily clearance of the lower three triad, uh, lower three chakras, lower triad blockages and moving to a healthy, true, uh, balanced individuation. The second phase could be called um, spiritualization, just like he did in that uh, the, the one you, you brought there. Uh, this is in many ways the development of fourth and fifth chakra, which is a spiritualization of the, uh, of the integrated personality that's individuated. So um, physical, emotional, mental gets integrated um, in a holistic, healthy, realistic, balanced way <clears throat> in individuation. It becomes spiritualized by the development of green ray, blue ray, which is um, the transpersonal development of the individuation. And then the third, or unification, uh, or universal develop, universal is you know, kind of moving into the universal, <clears throat> is um, bringing the spiritualized in, uh, sense of self or the expanded sense of self that has then been spiritualized with love wisdom uh, into accord with the universal uh, and the collective in a way um, that's much healthier than you know ever could ever happen before the individuation. And so it's not it's beyond the spiritualization of the integrated personality or the individu individuated person becoming spiritualized. Uh, second stage or development of fourth and fifth chakra so that the person becomes well developed, one, two, three, four, five. Then uh, the integration of six, seven or the bringing of the spiritualized individual to an awareness of unity and the ability um, to bring their development into collective formation. Uh, the unification phase or, or integration of a spiritualized personality uh, into, a collect into any collective formation or certainly with awareness of, of the unity of all. That is the to me. Those are the high. The, those that's a threefold classification of soul evolution uh, in the octave, uh, in accord with the seven chakras, and very much in accord with um, three phases where uh, the lower triad is the work on the personal at least individuation, the work of spiritualization, spiritualizing the individuated person. Uh, by four-fifths chakra activation and integration, and then its um, it, its uh, accord accordance with um, the collective, with awareness of unity, and the capacity and the functions uh, of being able to help the collective as well. And I would say that any person who's stuck at any point in in the first two, stuck um, in the work on the lower triad, or stuck uh, in the self spiritualization. The person is stuck. Why is a person stuck? What is the basis of distortion? What is the basis of being, quote, stuck? Um, it's basically not having uh, the sufficient um, input and then internal processing to get beyond that level or to achieve the goal of that particular work. So, yeah, the person who hasn't fully individuated, I would agree, doesn't have a strong... Um, doesn't have an, an adequately love-wisdom-based selfhood. There's not enough love and understanding, love and understanding. There's not enough discernment and wisdom. There's not enough uh, positive self-appreciation uh, to complete individuation, so they're stuck prior. And likewise, the person who, uh, this is where you see many, uni many New Age folks or many spiritually-minded folks, stuck at the second phase of, of transpersonal development or the spiritual, 
very much akin to what Trungpa, uh, Trogyam Trungpa has talked about, uh, spiritual materialism. So the book, Cutting Through Spiritual Materialism, uh, can represent uh, some, in some cases, uh, people who have some degree of individuation or are relatively well individuated, but they're stuck in the spiritual. And stuck in the spiritual um, is um, some kind of a higher um, attachment to selfhood. It's a higher level. It's a greater um, development. It's not simply physical, emotional, mental, or psychological, as in the first phase. It does include universal, uh, the universals of um, unconditional love and acceptance, and perhaps some awareness of the multidimensional, and some wisdom discernment, uh, knowing some principles of life or soul evolution. Uh, but but the person uh, is still um, is still stuck in in the trans is still stuck in in a personal. It's just they're stuck in the transpersonal rather than stuck in the materially personal. The psychologically personal is the first phase, and then the spiritually personal work uh, of spiritualization of the individuation is the second phase. And people who uh, can't really know uh, if to the degree that we don't know how to help others to the degree to which uh, we're spiritually self-centered and th there are a lot of folks like that you know particularly like you know channels that make their own new system <laughs> rather than want to learn from traditional systems first they 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 don't really care about um, learning from the, the, they, there's no sense that there are those that are more wise and worthy than me. There, there's sense that everything revolves around me, the personal spiritual, my spiritual, my personal spirituality. That's a kind of self-centeredness uh, in the person in the transpersonal. It's a kind of um, contraction of transpersonal awareness um, and. And that's why, so people are stuck there uh, because they haven't realized the universality of what they're seeking and uh, still believe that the goal is wholly personal. And so in some ways you cannot free the self, you know, liberation, enlightenment, uh, complete and perfect enlightenment, development, the goal uh, is, not, is no longer a personal goal. At the higher levels of the spiritual, transpersonal work, um, with greater wisdom and awareness of unity, one realizes that, that awakening is not a personal matter, even. It's actually the ending of the personal. It's a balanced conclusion uh, of the spiritualized personal, or the transpersonal. And so, yes, we get stuck where we haven't... Um, provided the person isn't providing for themselves ultimately um, what's needed to complete that phase either the personal or the transpersonal um, spiritualized so that that's very useful way of looking at the soul evolution in three phases up the seven dimensions and the seven chakras and that we're stuck when um, certain transformation has not yet happened. And that transformation that goes from the personal that needs to individuate to the transpersonal that's spiritualizing, um, the transformation is ultimately an integration of physical, emotional, mental, or a deep self, uh, a psychological self-understanding uh, and acceptance in self-affirmation uh, in the strictly personal material personal psychological people are we're stuck there people are stuck there because yes in a way they haven't built their house they haven't built the house of selfhood um, with adequate love with adequate uh, self-understanding and generally that's catalyzed by input from out from outside you know loving parents loving childhood a healthy family kind of thing but what you've got now is a society that's ultimately service to self, uh, led, led by those that are on the negative path, who, uh, that's been the case with humanity 
you know, <laughs> from uh, Atlantean for the last 15,000 years, basically, everywhere. I mean, maybe Lemuria was okay, but after that, everywhere in the last 15,000 years, humanity has basically been led <clears throat> by the most aggressive, ambitious, um, service-to-self-based individuals in each society or nation, it seems. And then you've got... Uh, by that, con by by the the social control systems established by service to self leadership throughout humanity in the last fifteen thousand years, uh, souls have been kept at uh, have been kept stuck prior to psychological individuation, and so kept below the diaphragm with the focus, and a whole lot of that actually, I think. <clears throat> is because uh, is related to economic um, instability and insufficiency. If you keep the people poor, or you keep them fighting, or you keep them warring, they'll never have enough materially to get beyond the material survival issues. And if you keep them in conflict with each other intellectually or ideologically or by various groups and their power strugglings, um, people never get out of the lower triad and their focus is wholly on the material and the interpersonal social, not on the self-integration of individuation. And so humanity has really been screwed. <laughs> these soul, these 3D repeaters have been screwed by their service of self-leadership, which are themselves a projection or a manifestation of the individuals beneath, you know, at the lower levels of society being screwed or oppressed, uh, unwillingness to develop love and wisdom internally. So if you don't develop love and wisdom internally, or you're in the sinkhole of indifference, as Ra would say, you end up with pathological leadership. <laughs> Boom. And so, as, uh, as without, so within. So the pathological, psychopathological, or psychopathocracy, the, the psychopathocracy of human leadership, historically globally, <clears throat> is itself um, an expression of the sinkhole of indifference of individuals unwilling to look deeply within, think and feel, accept and know, um, and move into true, you know, move to complete individuation. So before, because they can't do that, they can't get to the spiritualization phase. So um, this is one way to look at things, and uh, Maslow's hierarchy um, can be understood that that way too, <clears throat> where the, the the higher level of the pyramid, self-actualization, <clears throat> which I'm reading here, some meanings are morality, which is very much fourth chakra, <laughs> creativity, <clears throat> which is very much fourth and fifth chakra, uh, spontaneity, acceptance, which is fourth chakra again, experience, purpose, which is meaning, which is fifth chakra, significance, meaning again, and inner potential, which is five and six, four, five, six. So the top of this pyramid is akin to the second phase, second and third phases of spiritualization of the individuated personality, uh, the movement into the transpersonal, fourth and fifth chakra, and then to the final stage of unification or um, universalism, universality, and um, integration to a spiritual collective, the bringing the, the spiritualized individual integrated personality the individuated person, the spiritualized individuated person um, moves their, their, moves into appreciation of unity in the collective and then can really help and finds meaning in that. Right. So people, we're stuck in the lower <clears throat> or we can't get to the higher when we're stuck in the lower and we're stuck in the lower because we haven't created for ourselves those conditions which fulfill the needs of the lower. And the needs of the lower, or the lower triad, uh, <clears throat> when fulfilled, leads to individuation. And yes, Maslow's chart and is very compatible with um, a chakra-based analysis. So the physiological needs are associated with first chakra uh, physicality. The uh, love and belonging or safety and security levels of the of the pyramid <clears throat> are associated with um, the stability of um, maintaining the need or fulfilling the needs for the physical and the emotional interpersonal needs 
associated with relationship and um, healthy family and uh, you know human community. Mm. Yeah, right. So, I mean, the essential needs that would need to be met for the development of individuation, because that's I think the first goal, um, can be met. Uh, you know, are met both internally and by relationship. Um, but I think what's happening today is a lot of people are buying into what the collective mass media offers. And um, in the end, I mean, I have this process listening to a lot of speakers on YouTube. Uh, in the end, I find very few can give me something nourishing. Uh, many give me a little, but um, very few... Uh, give me more than I've already given myself. And um, it doesn't mean I'm better. It just means that uh, I'm happy to eat at home. And um, I can cook well for myself, um, spiritually or metaphysically. <laughs> I can, I, I like my own cooking. And um, I think people need to learn to enjoy their own cooking, metaphysically or symbolically in terms of um, providing for themselves catalyst and experience um, that is uh, deeply self-fulfilling. And in many ways, uh, other people's journey uh, is, is not our issue, <laughs> is not our work. And everybody presenting publicly, in many ways, is really just presenting their personal, the, the fruit of their personal working. And it may be interesting, and it may be relevant, uh, but the relevance is usually limited. And so it's like, rather than learn many songs, uh, it might be useful, or it is useful, to learn to sing your own and, and create your own songs, which really means to know yourself deeply. Know yourself, accept yourself. So... Uh, but humanity is, by design, I think, um, uh, manipulated to um, be increasingly less able to feed itself uh, spiritually, emotionally, in terms of um, what's needed for individuation and spiritualization. I mean, there, there's both going on. There certainly is a lot of good teaching around. Uh, but the mass culture certainly is impoverishing people spiritually, is impoverishing. So, yeah, it's a, there's a, the, this is, um, there's a link here, I'll just, I just sent this link, it's a, uh, ED Psych Interactive, Ed Psych Interactive, uh, about, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Uh, many people understand Maslow's hierarchy related to human motivation, uh, and you can say that they, um, his pyramid, or the hierarchy of needs, represents the basis of motivation. <laughs> what motivates people? This is very deep stuff here. Uh, what is the basis of uh, core beliefs associated with what uh, a person thinks they need. And you can say that uh, the fulfillment of uh, unmet needs is the basis of motivation. So I'm motivated or my intention, right? I mean, check your intention, meaning what are my intentions uh, is another way of saying what what am I motivated for or what what do I intend uh, to do or get or experience because I think I need it or indeed I do you know obviously I need it and so what a person feels they need is um, a motivator to set their intention to act in accord with fulfilling the need. And so the lower levels, physiological, he wrote as physiological, which is body needs, safety, security, which is basically stability of maintenance of body needs, 
nothing it's still physiological but then there's the emotional third level belongingness and love affiliation of others and acceptance which is very much the interpersonal uh emotional and then this esteem to achieve be competent gain approval recognition is uh, an expansion of the interpersonal to the social and an expansion of the emotional fulfillment to um, emotional fulfillment associated with social engagement, not simply interpersonal or sitting alone. And that those four are can be understood or can be uh, distinguished as the lower one-third of the pyramid. And in the second portion, the second third of the pyramid, what's shown here is need to know and understand and then aesthetic needs. These are again motivators or determinants of motivation or intention. You know, intentional set, meaning what do you think you need? And so when a person is um, unconsciously, chronically, excessively self-referential, like look at me, this is what I think, this is what I think, what about me? And and um, I want you to follow me and listen to me. Uh, it's it's all associated with um, the intention to fulfill uh, needs in the lower third, the lower triad, or the you know the lower the lower third of this hierarchy, uh, particularly associated with belongingness and love and uh, attention and affirmation and care from others. So in many ways. Uh, the degree to which we feel we need others at all um, emotionally um, is the degree to which we haven't individuated and <laughs> are still looking to others to get love and affirmation that we haven't internal we haven't f- sufficiently inbuilt and then when you get to the second third um, of the hierarchy aesthetic needs and need to know and understand uh, it's it's certainly comparable to um, fourth and fifth chakra activation, I would say. Uh, we might do this next time. I might just go into this page and we'll just um, expand this discussion. But uh, need to know and understand as the fifth level. This is, you know, there are many ways of dividing it, as you said. Uh, knowing is very much wisdom and understanding is very much love. <laughs> uh, understanding is really a, a heart-based um, comprehension. It's not simply intellectual, but really getting it. Yeah, I get it. And it's not an intellectual, uh, I, can, I think I know how things work, but I really uh, feel um, the truth of this knowing and integrate it. And then aesthetic is basically uh, you know, beauty, seeking beauty. Uh, I think that it's really more so uh, associated with um, the harmony that comes from spiritualization, the the harmony that comes from uh, self-spiritualization. And then in the final third, uh, the upper two portions of this configuration of of his pyramid hierarchy of needs is uh, self-actualization, which is... uh, below the highest, which is transcendence. <laughs> I mean, these guys not really sure what transcendence is. It's not really different than moksha or uh, nirvana, nibban, or complete perfect enlightenment, arahant. This is uh, beyond the beyond, you know, beyond uh, self-actualization. Uh, so self-actualization is not necessarily the highest. When just like I said, um, the spiritualization of selfhood is not the end of the line either. But what what is certainly interesting to me, and then we can I'll open to more discussion, is um, uh, motivation uh, is uh, formed by uh, the seeking uh, to fulfill needs, uh, needs fulfillment. Uh, although it's a subjective determination of needs in most cases. The subjective determination of needs and their fulfillment uh, is the basis of, of, uh, of the, the, the formation of intention and motivation. The basis of motivation 
is seeking to fulfill needs. And the definition of those needs, um, while subjective, individual, does indeed follow um, a universal, uh, common-to-all progression, which is the seven chakras, (laughs) which is basically from physical through emotional to integrated sense of personal mind-body uh, into the spiritual, then to the, the unification, you know, the universal, um, beyond the transpersonal, actually, beyond um, either the separative personal or the transpersonal, beyond that uh, to the universal um, is where we get transcendence, actually. So there, there is a uh, there is a piece of work to do common to us all. Um, and we're stuck, uh, as we've said, at any one level when the needs associated with that level have not been fulfilled. Uh, and uh, they are fulfilled ultimately by uh, processing a catalyst or self-work or how we think and feel and the transformation of our understanding. And, the, you know, the qualities certainly of love and wisdom associated with uh, increasing understanding and um, uh, accordance with, according with the understanding, like um, the need to know and understand, right? So spiritually minded people um, feel angst, like I wrote in Human Crisis and Divine Plan. Spiritually minded people uh, feel angst at the world condition and the negativity and the injustice and all the troubles. Uh, to some degree, we don't understand it. <laughs> or significantly, we really don't understand it. And uh, we can... Uh, the only way to get rid of, get through the angst, or at least um, dull the sharp edges of the angst, or make peace with whatever that means, right? People don't really know what that means either. Uh, to truly... Uh, accept is to know it more uh, which means to face um, ultimately the metaphysics it's metaphysics Uh, meaning why is this world the way it is if indeed there's God and uh, benevolent creation why are we have such crap here such trouble such you know (laughs) psychopathic such a psychopathocracy psychopathocracy why Uh, it can be known but um, you can say that the work of the fulfillment of needs uh, as one progresses to higher levels in this hierarchy of needs and uh, basis of motivation, uh, the fulfillment is increasingly uh, subtle and uh, definitely requires um, heart-centered discernment, fine development of heart-centered discernment and a fearlessness also to um, to see and accept uh, what is and then the willing to willingness to keep going through catharsis all the way up so anyway that's that's what I'll say on that today maybe next time we'll look into this page more it's a useful it's a useful actually yeah yeah absolutely yeah I mean but I think I think the deep principle that that uh, I guess we know but is more clear here is that we get stuck when certain needs have not been fulfilled and there's a progression of these uh, needs or the hierarchy uh, <clears throat> ultimately we have to fulfill them for ourselves uh, humanity you can say is stuck where it is in 3d cycling recycling um, because of the lack of love um, it's ultimately a lack of self-love it's ultimately a rejection of the seeking that leads to greater acceptance and understanding they're not really I mean again uh, the world is changing and more people are certainly moving into the heart and true seeking I'm sure for sure Uh, when that doesn't happen uh, it's because I think people are taking a uh, an apparent solution for a final solution 
or a, a temporary solution, temporary satisfaction for a deeper abiding satisfaction or need fulfillment, which it isn't. Taking the temporary uh, to be the long term, which it isn't. Taking the shallow to be the deep and abiding, which it isn't. And this is all very, very subtle. Uh, and, and not wanting to see clearly. You know, I, I mean, I hear from people who um, <clears throat> talk about their partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, who did bad things to them or, or said bad things or something. But they still love them and want them and need them. So they feel. Uh, there's a disconnect going on there. <laughs> um I can understand wanting and loving and feeling I need the one that I have felt that way for. Um, yet, if that person is harmful, um, that person is not the one you you thought they were, or you one needs to integrate that information or that reality of their personality, their character into the sense of who that other person is that I want and love and feel I need. Because maybe you don't need them. <laughs> and maybe they're not good for you. Uh, but many people don't want to see that. Or um, they uh, would rather hold a painful, uh, painful but relatively comforting, stable, false view than face the pain of disillusionment and uh, breaking their false view uh, into greater truth, um, which in the long run would provide a better solution, meaning uh, don't seek love from a person who's abusive uh, or don't idealize the person who seems to be um, harmful and selfish. Many people just haven't gotten beyond that. Yeah, there is some... It's definitely the case that what I don't want to see about you is what I don't want to see about me. And what I don't see about you allows me to continue being this way uh, that I'm not wanting to see clearly about me. Uh, that leads, that gives them... Um, in psychology, there's a term called secondary gain. And it's like the gain of the person who stays in an abusive relationship. There is some stability, security by um, remaining as is. And there's many levels of subtle gain, like, like you're saying. Uh, I can uh, enjoy being aggressive and angry <laughs> and feel somewhat empowered by that. Um, because I'm not really seeing the full profile or, or um, um, spectrum of what it means that this person is this way to me and how I feel. It allows me to be this way also. Uh, and the person may feel there's some, there, there's some subconscious benefit obtained by that. So it's the you know, ignorance is bliss mode, uh, but it isn't bliss. It's uh, pain. <laughs> but uh, you have to face the pain to get out of the pain and face the truth uh, to get out of the illusion. Yeah, right. So the uh, protective or prophylactic uh, immunizing effect of self-understanding. Uh, knowing oneself more um, <clears throat> is protective uh, against feeling great wounding when others point out <laughs> these patterns that we're already aware of that uh, we acknowledge and accept and uh, admit indeed I can be these ways um, that's helpful I think I think that <clears throat> it it's you know, th this is why I wrote that paragraph, uh, How Much Do You Love the Truth? Because I really think that, uh, at least in my understanding of my own process through this, uh, the, the principles of self-understanding, right? how it is that 
self-understanding generates or is developed. Uh, some kind of deep respect for truth and commitment to truth, love of truth, is critical. Uh, which is, <clears throat> if it's true, I really ought to know it. <laughs> I mean, if it's true and important, I really ought to know it. Whether I realize it myself or whether somebody tells me, even if they're abusively speaking or insultingly speaking it, if there's truth in there, uh, it probably is important that I pay attention and acknowledge um, what truth there is. And so that's one principle. And another one is, <clears throat> um, there is there are parts and there is the whole. Uh, patterns, psychological patterns that we're ashamed of or that we don't like or that others point out and we feel wounded, but they may well be true, doesn't represent a whole of who we are. It's a part. It's a portion. These are patterns. It's not um, full identity. And so if we identify with them, then we're taken down, we feel uh, angst every time we acknowledge <clears throat> um, or that angst is, is severe. Um, it's okay to feel some angst um, that I'm still acting in these ways that I wish I weren't. Um, but moderate angst and severe angst are quite different. So there's the saying, difference of degree is a difference of kind. So a little bit of angst is quite workable, um, but severe angst goes into self-hatred, self-punishment, <clears throat> or hopelessness, depression. Uh, so the difference of degree leads to it being qualitatively different and um, quite harmful, of course. But uh, the recognition that that's true, but it isn't all of me. And that's not all I am. But then one needs um, self-awareness enough to know that. <clears throat> that <clears throat> I, I own my patterns, but I am not defined by my patterns. These patterns are indeed mine, um, I admit and accept and acknowledge, but uh, it isn't the whole of, of me, it isn't the whole of what I am. And that's the, <laughs> that, that is very much fed, of course, by the 6-2 chakra band, uh, the degree to which 6 chakra development or the awareness that comes from 6 chakra activation, which is, as Ra said, self as complete and whole and perfect, uh, awareness of unified self, uh, spirit, true spiritual self-understanding or self-awareness, uh, how much that filters into second chakra emotional sense of selfhood, personal selfhood. And um, most people have nearly none. And um, that's a real problem that um, the deficiency of six chakra activation leads to very deformed and limited sense of self in the second chakra, in the personal, emotional-based sense of selfhood. And, of course, the gateway is um, the fourth ray, or love, um, and uh, that, um, the problem uh, that keeps a lot of, that a lot of people face, I think, in keeping fourth ray blocked or insufficiently developed to activate six, to spiritualize and expand truly uh, uh, the sense of self, or to spiritualize, uh, to to end with a spiritualized sense of self. Uh, the problem is what <clears throat> what heart chakra activation leads to, which is more direct conflict, a more direct experience of pain, which is the pain I'm carrying, and how I'm really not happy with myself, not happy with my life, not happy with my relations, not happy in many ways, not well in many ways. That is what's met. <laughs> Generally, first, that's called the shadow, portion of the shadow. That's what's first met, generally, by um, greater heart chakra activation. Because it's easy to love the pleasant, but it's hard to love um, what we feel bitter, or what conflicts with how I want things to be. Uh, so there's what is and what I want to be. Um, but what I want and how I want to feel... Um, uh, is another portion of what is and so you know we can admit yeah I want to be this but it also happens to be true that I'm not and I'm not quite 
where I want to be or my relations and my life expression, my career and my position is not where I want it to be. Uh, I can accept that. And, um, but that it's, it's what is first met by greater heart chakra activation, which is all that has been repressed and avoided. That's why heart chakra blockage remains. And that's why uh, the sense of self remains contracted because six chakra doesn't come into play enough. There's a principle that higher self knows that, that I think you're referring to, which is that <clears throat> even lifetimes in which uh, distortions are, are developed and uh, the life is very materialistic, perhaps the intentions are materialistic, uh, <clears throat> can serve to develop uh, essential qualities of character or soul that will be used in a much more positive way in future lives. And so uh, the truck driver <clears throat> um, who has no spiritual interest whatsoever uh, and may have various distortions, just like we all do, um, is also developing certain qualities of character like perseverance or courage uh, or commitment to responsibility, willingness to take responsibility, and patience, and uh, the ability to stand alone and um, persist through some hardship, through what's required for his driving and his work, and has um, inbuilt those qualities for future lives' um, usage. And despite the idea, the fact that certain bad qualities were built in in that lifetime too like uh, you know he became a big drinker or got angry at his wife all the time um still what he developed the, the positive qualities were developed by his occupation by him doing that occupation uh that hadn't been developed before that lifetime <laughs> happens all the time and so five lives down the line uh he will be able to use those um, valuable character uh, assets like uh, perseverance and persistence and patience and courage and willingness to stand alone and take responsibility and uh, see the big picture uh, meaning you know he's got to drive 500 kilometers <laughs> and and he just has to keep going and just follow through uh, can use those qualities uh, in service to other in a very direct way, or and or um, to work through his own blockages. So, yes, of course, that's a big picture. If you can see that, um, the big the the big picture is we're still learning, we're just learning, and uh, don't worry, God will take care of it, and uh, you will get what we deserve, um, rightly. <clears throat> the other side is that. Uh, everybody gets what they deserve, including victims. And this is um, not politically correct and not fashionable and not pleasant, um, but every Buddhist knows that. Every Buddhist teacher uh, knows, and Gautama talked about these things all the time. Uh, why is this person suffering? Well, this person did this and that in the past life or in the past of this life, and uh, now it's come back. That's just the way it goes. And so it's, it's also true... And that's a whole other matter that that uh, people uh, an aspect of heart chakra activation is is called taking responsibility, <laughs> accepting is fourth fourth ray. Accepting what? Well, accepting responsibility is one portion of accepting, or heart chakra activation consequence, or what's needed for heart chakra activation. Uh, it's not simply a knowing I'm responsible. But it's an accepting of the weight, the moral weight, that indeed I did these things that I wish I hadn't. Uh, and also the sense that there is some, you know, there is there is justice in the universe. And, and most people really don't know that. People with a materialist worldview, which is most everyone, um, really don't, um, don't want to consider... Uh, essential responsibility for the trouble in their lives. The idea that I create my own reality. Um, very few people really believe that, you know. 
And so, uh, Gautama is teaching about karma and cause and effect uh, 2,500 years ago. Is still relatively rejected by most everyone. <laughs> Certainly materialists can't have that view because they only see a single lifetime as reality and nothing prior. Therefore, whatever comes to me must be genetic or it's accidental or it's random or it's, well, whatever, shit happens. Oh, we don't know. Who knows? Yeah, well, some people know, but you don't know. The one who says, who knows, doesn't realize that some people do know. And you can know, too. But they think, I can't know. So rather than admitting that they don't know, and actually they would like to know, and that maybe they can, and maybe some people do, or in fact, I guess some people do know, but I don't know. Well, how can I know? Do I really want to know? Well, I may ought to, ought to consult with the people or the areas of knowledge and tradition that may have some explanations for me, and that's seeking. But uh, it, it's seeking and finding, um, like there was something in the Gnostic material, something when he seeks, he will find and he'll become disturbed. <laughs> or perturbed. Uh, there is a lot of finding that naturally comes from seeking, that naturally comes from a commitment to knowing or finding truth or opening heart. A finding that's bitter, that leads to disturbance in the mind, um, which then requires greater acceptance. And uh, taking responsibility is some portion of that. But a lot of people really do feel that um, shit happens without reason and that they're not responsible for what happens in their life or many phenomena experiences of their life many people really have that sense still it seems to me so thanks for today and uh, happy new year and take good care of yourselves that's always number one see you next time and good night <laughs>